Welcome to the Accounting Pathways podcast brought to you by the Boutique Accounting Project, a collaboration of boutique accounting businesses looking to change the conversation about careers in accounting. My name is John Knight. I'm the founder and managing director of Business Depot. And joining me today, we have Ben Walker from Inspire, life-changing accountants. Welcome back, Ben. Thanks, John. And of course, Nicole Bryan from the Macro Group. Welcome, Nicole. Thanks, John. Today's topic is we thought we'd dive into one of the doozy of a topics that happens within the accounting industry, and that is public practice versus commercial. Now, of course, I, I'd like to emphasize at the start of this that accounting pathways don't have to just be public practice or commercial accounting. There's a lot of other pathways that you can get into, but this is a common one. Should I stay in public practice or should I go into commercial role where I work internally within one business as their accountant? Now, Nicole, I might start with you because you had a commercial role for um, a decent period of time. Tell us about your experience in commercial and how that sort of dovetails you back into public practice. So I was head of international tax for a reasonably large ASX listed company for nearly four years. It was a really great experience. There was a lot of pressure because when you're in a publicly listed company, there's a lot of deadlines and, you know, you've got lots of board reporting that, you know, you're in a public domain. So everything that you're doing is, you know, scrutinized. So I did find there was a lot of pressure, but I did learn a lot in that process. So one of the things that you do learn when you go into commercial is that you're going deep into that particular company and that particular industry. So I think I'm, I talked about this on a previous podcast where I, you know, really enjoyed my experience in commercial. But for me, I really liked being an advisor. I liked working with multiple different businesses and being able to help people on a daily basis make their business better. And even though in commercial you've got that opportunity to do some of that, you're really working in that business versus helping others and, you know, that really resonated with me and why I went back to public practice. So is so. that what you would say is the main difference between public practice and commercial? It's going deep into one business and one industry? Yeah, I do. And yeah, well, because once you're in that business, that's really all you're focused on is you're on that business and that industry. When you are in public practice, you have multiple opportunities in front of you, multiple different industries to work on, multiple different clients. You can change and do different things. So even while you're in a commercial role, you might be able to change roles and do different things. It is within that one company and often that one industry because you might go into mining or you might go into retail and then it's actually quite common that your next role, even if you stay in commercial, is in that same industry because you quite find that if someone started mining, the next job is also mining. Same with financial services because you get that very deep experience. Yeah. And I suppose that's part of your, I suppose, competitive advantage of it as an employee is that mm. you have such deep knowledge of a topic. And I suppose there's a few industries that are more specialised than others as well, like mining, where if you're in mining, you tend to mm. stay in mining. Or if you're in professional services, you might stay in professional services or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you say that, and especially with your ASX experience as well, because in public practice, I had the pleasure of being like an outsourced mm -hmm. sort of support for a junior ASX listed company. So I still got that exposure of all the mm -hmm. deadlines and the reporting and the skill set that I needed. 
but I wasn't stuck in just working for an ASS listed company that whole time that I was in that in that role. It was just one project that came up every month. Mm. What about you, Ben? What's your exposure to commercial roles? So I've had zero personal experience in commercial, but I've definitely observed people I, I worked with along the way where they made the decision to go into commercial. And what I found is when I was back at a big four firm, a lot of them started working for the clients. So I don't know how that works from a poaching perspective, so to speak. But um, you know, if a client was working for a big mining company or even like car manufacturers was quite a random industry, I'd often see them you know, on their resume. It's still there potentially on LinkedIn where they'd sort of be working for the client. And a couple of things I noticed is that the salary would often be a big factor in, in the person leaving. So they might, like, I'm ballparking here, and this is from quite a while ago, but let's say they're on 60, 70 grand, they might walk into 90, 100K in, you know, that, that the same, you know, same year, so to speak, uh, but they'd get a pay bump uh, initially. Um, what I did notice though is that the public practice would catch up over the next few years to whatever that salary was. So, it wasn't. It's not like permanently public practice pays less. It's just a you know a bit of a, a timing thing. The other observation. So I had a really um, really great employee um, of Inspire who chose probably about five years ago to leave into commercial. They used it as a way to travel, and I noticed that that was a common theme as well. Even back at the big four, people would would leave or get seconded or go to you know places like Europe, the US, to go and work in big companies in commercial and use it as a way to travel. And yeah, you know, I still remember seeing you know friends i used to work with you know they'd, they'd be based in london and then each weekend they'd be in another european country it looked looked uh, pretty fascinating so um yeah that's that's another observation but you know to touch on uh what nicole said earlier about deadlines you know the uh, you know i catch up quite regularly with the the person who left inspire and you know at month end it's basically don't talk to me we, we we've got reporting to get done and by the way we had it so good at inspire in terms of balance <laughs> That was the best feedback to hear, especially mm. around that, that month end time, because I think mm. there's there's just massive days until that mm. report's done. You see, for those ASX listed companies. Yeah, that's a, that's a big mining one. Yep. Mm. It's funny you mentioned the travel, Ben. That's where I got my direct commercial experience is when I did the, the classic accountant going to London thing. And I got a job over there within a consulting business that was owned by Lords and I was like their financial <laughs> Roller and we were in. We lived in Mayfair. Well, the office was in Mayfair. We walked past Buckingham Palace and the Ritz every day to go to work, and it was an amazing experience. As a commercial accountant, I was bored out of my mind with what we had going on around the place. I'd ring the lords up and I'd go, "We need another two hundred thousand pounds," and they're like, "Okay, John, I'll send it over this weekend." <laughs> sort of thing, and it was it was it was a surreal experience to me. And I don't know whether my commercial experience was a little bit jaded by that. I had fun doing it. I enjoyed sitting on the other side of the desk. But one of the biggest observations I make is that I was support as compared to being the service. And support people tend to get treated a bit differently. I tend to find they shouldn't, but sometimes they tend to get treated. You become a cost rather than an income earner. And I actually think it's one of the big differences mm. between public practice and commercial that doesn't get talked about enough. And I probably, I enjoyed the role I did it for about two years. I enjoyed it because I probably got deeper out of just the accounts and doing helping with decision making and how much capital do we need and you know still your management reporting sort of style things like cash flows and and those types of things. So I find the biggest difference is that after coming back from commercial and going back into public practice, it's just the variety. 
Mm. The beauty of public practice is I can work on a junior ASX listed company one day and the next day I'm working on a startup tech company or I'm helping someone sell their business or I'm helping someone with a succession plan or their cash flows or their management reporting and I can go from real estate industry to mining industry to Mm. the engineering to whatever. And that is what I love about, about public practice. But in saying that, I don't think public practice suits everybody. Mm. And some people are more suited to a long-term commercial sort of accounting pathway. Nicole, what do you think or, or who do you think that long-term commercial accounting pathway suits as compared to those that public practice suit? Well, for me personally, similar to you, John, I have since coming back from commercial into public practice, I've really enjoyed the variety. I like the the dynamic nature of owning the business, being an owner, being very agile and moving very quickly through multiple different things on a daily basis. And I have had team members in the past where we've sort of spoken to them and they quite like doing routine things doing the same thing they don't like a lot of change and I would probably recommend that that for those types of people if you're coming out of university maybe a role in commercial might be really suited to you because you can get to really do the one thing and do it quite often and and get really specialized in that area versus a dynamic agile changing but having said that, you know, within every commercial business there is still a lot of success stories where people have gone up through the ranks and become COOs and CEOs and executive leaders, which are also very dynamic roles. So so regardless, I think as an accountant, you've just got so many opportunities ahead of you, but it's around talking to different people in different roles and finding out what's going to suit your personality best. But I heard two things in there in particular, Nicole. The If you're what my more routine person, you like to know what your day looks like from one day to the next, then commercial may suit you a little bit better. But I also heard the other end of the spectrum there, which is probably those people that maybe they know they want to get into more of a management sort of role and they see accounting as a pathway to get into those CEO sort of roles. I often have discussions with staff members or friends within the industry, often they're ex-staff members who've moved on to something else. When they talk to me about their career, I remember one in particular said, I'd love to be like a general manager, CEO style person of a of a family sort of style business. They're currently an accountant. And so my advice to them is, well, you're in the right place, but what skills do you need to then get to that next level, to that management experience and so forth? Because in public practice, we probably get that a bit easier in that we have so many different clients that lean on us for so many different discussions and so forth. Whereas in in commercial, you've got to probably go out and seek that experience or seek that training and skill set. Would you agree with that, Ben? Yeah, like like I guess when you were talking about that, something that reminded me is we've got quite a few clients, maybe maybe a handful, where they are they were ex commercial accountants and they've chosen to sort of start small businesses, nothing to do with accounting. You know, one's in IT and and one's in law even. So there's a couple of different patterns that that, that reminded me of where. I think accounting and that commercial role would actually be super helpful. And funnily enough, that person who's who's in IT has the one of the cleanest books. The management accounts are beautiful. So um, yeah, I think it's a great skill set to be able to do that management leadership position in a small business, or you know, even we see in bigger ones. 
what I heard from that was they make good clients for public practice accounting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any parting words of advice for anyone who's thinking about the shift from public practice to commercial, Nicole? Yeah, get out and talk to some people that have worked in the different roles. You've got great opportunities ahead of you in the accounting field. So ask some questions and really give it some thought and see if you can imagine a future that meets everything that you want to do with your career. Yep. Ben, parting words of advice? Yeah, re- really go out to seek you know, mentors or, or people both sides, so public practice or, or commercial roles and, and just, yeah, really understand what day-to-day looks like, what they're what their own um, projected career looks like as well. So not just where they're at now, but what they're working on and where they're heading, just to understand what's the ultimate goal. Um, I know one of my decisions to leave a big four firm was I looked ahead and I went, wow, I uh, probably don't want to be those partners. Um, (laughs) And And I'd say a similar thing, Ben. I'd say the advice I'd give is try and look ahead and try and have an idea where you want to end up being. Because that might change what type of commercial role you go into if that's something you're looking for. But if you want variety and you want diversity and you want challenges and you want to be a champion of a whole range of things throughout your career, public practice will absolutely give you that along the way. Mm-hmm. I suppose one, one final comment I'd make is we have had people go to commercial and come back to public practice. It can be done. We've got a manager that works for us and they've come back into Business Depot and they're doing more cash flow forecasting, management reporting, that sort of management accounting style work that they were able to develop the skills for while they were in a commercial role. So it can go both ways. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Cole. Of course, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. Check out our website at www.theboutiqueaccountingproject.com. Keep an eye out for our upcoming events on the website. Stay in touch on LinkedIn. And Nicole, how best should people get in touch with you? either on the website macrogroup.com.au or look for us on LinkedIn. And Ben? Yep, uh, on the website inspire.accountants or I'm on LinkedIn under Ben Walker. And all my contact details are on our website at businessdepot.com.au. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, John. Thanks, Ben. Cheers.